Thank you for choosing to listen to our sermon podcast. My name is Chris Mitchell. I'm one of the pastors here at First Covenant Church of Anchorage. If you have any questions or prayer requests, feel free to stop by or send an email to office at anchoragefirstcovenant.com. God bless. God, you're good. Lord, And we, we humbly ask that your word be revealed here, that your truth be revealed. Lord, teach us your ways. Teach us to walk with you. Teach us to know you. Teach us to love you. And in doing so, join you in your work of loving this whole world, of redeeming the world. Teach us to be your hands and feet. In Christ's name, amen. Now, we are in the middle of a series on First Peter, but because of the baptism and, um, you know, we, we kind of went with a longer liturgy, so that means a shorter sermon. And, uh, and I did not want to shortchange you on Peter, uh, so I thought I would talk about baptism today. Um, in the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God pushed the waters away. He pushed it this way, he pushed it that way, and he created the sky. And he pushed the waters this way and that way, and there, there's the land. And then in the space between all the waters, we were placed, we were made, and we were given the role in creation to look and care for things to nurture things and guide things like God intended that's the creation story in Genesis God brought everything out of the water making a space for us to live and to flourish and for us to care for but that's not how things worked out we became prideful we became envious we became greedy we became resentful. We became ungrateful. And we turned our backs on our responsibilities. And because we rejected our role, the earth was corrupt in God's sight and was full of violence. God saw how corrupt the earth had become, for all the people on earth had corrupted their ways. So God said to Noah, I'm going to put an end to all the people, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. Surely I'm going to destroy both them and the earth. But God took a single family and, and he gave them the role. He gave them a role to take care of all the animals. Right? He gathered them together. Um, and God let the waters, the waters that were above and the waters that were below and the waters on the left and the right come back over all the earth. And God started again. But it wasn't too long before people neglected their role. And the earth and its peoples were corrupt once again. But because of God's great love, he still had a plan to rescue creation. First, God would start with a family, right? A family that was destined to bless all the nations of the earth. And that family, that family would grow into a nation, a nation that was designed to reflect God's love. But of course, 
that nation couldn't live up to God's promises. Over and over again, they turned their back on God, abusing and using one another. But God was still faithful. And all the promises that God made to the family about blessing the earth would still come to pass, but in a different form than what anyone had expected. Because God would join this nation. He would embody this nation. He would take the form of a person to be born within his creation, to restore it from within. And so, so that his creation, and that, that's you and me and, and everything, right? We would never be apart from him again. And so Jesus was born, God in flesh, Emmanuel, the God with us. And he lived as one of us, and he suffered as one of us, for us. He took all of our hurts, and all of our sickness, and all of our loneliness, and all of our spiritual oppression, and all of our addictions, and all of our abuse, and all of our racism, and all of our sexism, and all of our sexual struggles, and all of our anxiety, and all of our mental health issues, and body image issues, and self-doubt, and fear, and hatred, and shame, and brokenness. He takes all of that all of our sin, right? The ones that we commit and the ones that have been committed against us. He takes it all. And he says, this does not keep me from loving you. This does not keep me from loving you. And he says, that sin, that, that's not who you are and that does not define you. And he takes that all and he says, let it go. Give it to me. Give it to me. And he takes it. And he takes it. He takes it to the cross. He takes it to the grave. And it is buried. It is gone. It is forgiven. And that was his plan. This is a little preview. This is First Peter um, chapter 3, verse 8 through uh, 22. For Christ also suffered once for sins, for the righteousness, for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. After being made alive, he went and made a proclamation to the imprisoned spirits. For those who were disobedient long ago, when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built, in it only a few people, eight in all, were saved through water. And this water symbolizes the baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience towards God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with the angels, authorities, and powers in submission to him. That is the story. That's the story that's offered to us. And we live it out in our baptism. Right? We live it out in our baptism. Because baptism, it starts as a funeral. It starts as a funeral. In baptism, we die. We die to who we were. We die to our past, the sins that we've committed, the hurts that we've inflicted on others, and the hurts that have been inflicted on us. And we die. It is buried. Baptism starts as a funeral. We go under. But it ends with a celebration, right? By the glory of God through the Spirit, we rise up to the newness of life. And though we're not all yet what we will be, but by the virtue of who we are, by the virtue as it's the status of a new creation in God, there's a new vision of who we will be, right? And even now, Christ invites us into the water. 
right, and brings us out into new life, into a creation that he has made new. That is baptism, being welcomed into that new creation. Okay, and we grow into the baptism, right? We don't understand everything that's doing, right? So we come up, we're born, we're new, but we grow into it. We learn, we grow in our faith, we mature in our faith. But it starts there. God, just like at the beginning of creation, God calls his creation out of the water and gives us life. Uh, Eugene Peterson uh, wrote this in uh, Romans, in his message translation, um, in Romans chapter 6. That is what happened to baptism. When we went under the water, we left the old country of sin behind. When we came up out of the water, we entered a new country of grace, a new life in a new land. When we were lowered into the water, it's like the burial of Jesus. When we're raised up out of the water, it's like the resurrection of Jesus. And each of us is raised into the light-filled world by our Father so that we can see where we're going in our new grace-sovereign country. And that's what we're celebrating, right? And we're celebrating new citizens, new persons born again into a new country of grace. And it's a blessing that every Christian is welcome to share in. We are one body, the body of Christ. And when one of us is baptized, it's as if we're all being baptized, right? So we are all reborn with a new vision of the kingdom of God and a new outpouring of the Spirit because baptism is a communal experience. Okay? It's, it's for the community. It's for the people. We don't receive it in isolation, but within the context of a church, with the context of fellowship. It's just not about getting wet and having everybody stare at you. It's not a personal event. It's the body of Christ incorporating, welcoming in, bringing in a new member. It's not just the baptized person that's changed. We're all changed. We should all be different. What we do should be different. How we do it should be different. Because now, now we are more than what we were. Okay? So we are now more than what we were an hour ago. We have new people here. We have more, more life here. They're part of our family. And together we move forward into the wilderness of this world as a new people, encouraging one another, helping one another. That's why, that's why you guys have a role in baptism. That's why there's some vows for you too. Take them seriously church we celebrate today because God's done something miraculous. Once there was nothing but the Spirit of God hovered over the waters and brought out life. Praise God. Praise God. Let's pray. God, you are good. Lord, thank you for new life. Thank you for your salvation, for your grace. Thank you for the sacrament of baptism. Thank you for, for faithfulness, for the faithfulness of, of our children and their youth, for the faithfulness in our elders and their wisdom. God, you are good. And we honor, we honor what you've done. In Christ's name, amen. Uh, worship team.